0: the very first company that I worked for after my master's, I actually wanted to quit on the very first day of my job. So today's episode is all about why I wanted to quit on the first day at the new company and some warning signs that I actually experienced while working for my very first company. (music) Welcome to another episode of Stand Out But Please Fit In. My name is Abby and this podcast is all about how to be an individual, stand out in an environment where people want you to stick to the status quo, and I also live in Japan, so I do talk about cultural differences between Japan and the rest of the world. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or comment on my social media listed in the show notes. So today's episode is about me wanting to quit on the first day of my very first job. It is a special episode because I actually quit my very first job exactly one year from today day and it was a really difficult decision that I made but looking back at it for a year I'm really glad that I did and I have no regrets working for my current job. So looking back for three and a half years that I worked at my very first job I did realize that there were some warning signs that I saw that I should not have been at this company and I do want to address five different things that I learned or I realized that the company that I worked for three and a half years was not really a good fit for me. A few episodes ago, I did share my experiences in in tips of job hunting in Japan and it was the same company that I worked for when I explained the job hunting. When I first got an offer for this company, I was really excited I got the job. And it was a big Japanese firm that I was able to get a position as a foreigner and a woman. So I wanted to make a difference in promoting minority culture in a really big Japanese company. But while I was waiting for me joining the company, from getting an offer to the first day, I waited 9 months. I had a little bit of doubts coming into the company because I remember when I was job hunting, I was very comfortable with talking to my recruiters, but the company culture, I was not really sure about how it will fit my needs and wants. So on the back of my mind, I was always wondering if this is the right company for me. Not saying that I was going to work there for the rest of my life, but still, I wanted to stay there for a long term because, as a woman and as an engineer and as a foreigner, I really wanted to change the company's cultural mindset. I know in a big company, it's basically impossible. It really is impossible, not gonna lie. But I was young, I should have known better. I was very optimistic, so I really did see that I could be at this company for a long time and try to make a difference. So what happened within the first year of my employment? So let's find out through my experiences. And in the end, I will talk about what I should have done as a reflection and I do want to give tips to any foreigners who are thinking about job hunting in Japan or actually working for a, a big f- Japanese industry so this might be able to help you so the first warning sign that I should have quit was as I mentioned in the beginning I wanted to quit on the very first day and the very first day it's called nyuushiki so you have an entrance ceremony with, I don't know, I think it was around 1000 people because for all the new graduates that joined with me, there were 730 people and there were um, 300 people that came for from another company. So it was a huge ceremony and it's in a gymnasium. You listen to the precedent talk and you sing the company's anthem (laughs) yes a lot of japanese companies they have company songs and anthem that they make you sing it every day even to today i still know the song (laughs) very embarrassing but so it was pretty overwhelming because there were a thousand people in one gymnasium and i felt kind of overwhelmed So once the ceremony is over, they separate um, the groups into the new graduates, which was, I said, 730 people. And they give you, like, the official certificate of employment, hand by hand. But you're in a line, and they just hand it to you one by one. And they call out your name, and they say congratulations. So it was my turn. And I remember... Because my name is not a Japanese name, obviously, they said my name wrong. Uh, The HR person actually hands out the certificate and the HR person said my name wrong. And I actually corrected this guy saying, no, this is not how you say my name. This is my name. And he didn't even care. He didn't even bother to correct it. He just handed it out and he moved on to the next person after me. And I felt like I did not belong here at all. They did not care about me at all. I was just another person there. So this was the first warning sign for me that this company just did not respect my name. I just think it's very disrespectful. So that day when I came back to my dorm, I cried. I just felt that I wasn't important to them. So that was a huge warning sign that I still remember this day. Because very first day you were there, no one really wants to quit, right? But obviously I did not quit for three and a half years. So that was one thing. Second thing is classroom training. So in Japanese companies, it's a tradition that employees get trained from beginning of employment to fit their culture and the company's needs. So for my company they took one year of training the classroom training was around three to four months and you go to different places for on-the-job training but for the classroom training i felt very very exhausted every day because so because of 730 people in one new graduates they divided into around 30 people per class and my class i just felt that Everyone was so talkative and everyone wants to prove a point that they're better than someone. I just felt very competitive, even though there was just no need to be competitive in that position because once the classroom training is over, everyone goes their separate ways to their own departments. So I just felt that people were trying to talk like they're better than other people and they try to prove that they're other better than other people. And I just was not into that. Don't get me wrong. I'm a competitive person by nature since I was young. But once I was in the environment, I just didn't care at all because I was already very different. So I try to say my own opinion, but it gets shut down or people just didn't understand what I was talking about. So I felt like it was just too much. And I know there were one time someone gave me a constructive criticism. I know it was not constructive criticism because I'm pretty sure it was just criticism of how I act or how I talk. And I didn't really appreciate that at all. So I don't know why someone who joined the company at the same time will say something without knowing who I am because I only known them for like two months at that time. So people were not trying to get to know me. They just wanted to have me act like one of them. Or if I did something different, people will comment on it. So that's why obviously one of the reasons why I started a podcast is you don't have to act like everybody else. It's very easy for Western cultures to do that because everyone's so different. But for Japanese cultures, it's such a normal thing that people try to act the same. And if one person acts different, somebody will comment on it. But for me, like at first I felt really exhausted because people were like talking bad about me. But I just shut it off in the middle because I just couldn't take it anymore because in the end, it just didn't really matter if I really liked them or not because they're still colleagues, not a friend. And another thing was within the classroom training, because it was kind of like a school, HR really treated us like a child or a student, which I didn't really appreciate at all because we're coming as an employee. We want to be part of the company, but for them, we were just not ready to be. Treated as a full time employee, we're still children to them. So I didn't really like how HR treated us, and that was just for me. It was very disrespectful because uh, a lot of em- new employees that came in, there were the age difference was there because there are people that are just graduated from undergrad to all the way to PhD. So I was already graduated six months before I joined the company, so I was already in like the working mindset, but. Once again, the HR would treat us like a children, so I felt like I was just not important. Or like we as an entire class, new graduates, were just not important to them. The third thing was taking tests. It's a very big Japanese culture. In the company I was working for, tests were very important. From learning about history of the company, all the way to engineering tests. And when you first join the company, you're treated as um, like a temporary employee. And you have to take this tests and pass the test in order to become a full-time employee. And this is also like TOEIC, the English test as well, which I don't have any problems with that. But... The tests were all in Japanese, and because I did all my schooling in English, it was very uncomfortable for me to take this test without dictionary. For me, like, I never bought these pocket dictionaries. I always use my phone, and just by having the phone, someone will say something, which even though, like, I had it open, people could see what I was working on, and no one can complain about it because I was not cheating, but... Just like taking tests, I'm, I'm not a very good test taker, to be honest. And it was also in Japanese. So I felt kind of annoyed taking this test. It was really stressful. People that were taking this test, so 730 people. And there were like 100 something people, including myself, that did not pass on the first try. The rest of the people will make fun of everyone that didn't pass the test. And I felt so embarrassed because I was one of them. But I think for me, like I just kind of said that, oh yeah, the Japanese was kind of hard and they were kind of understanding. So that was kind of good. But test culture is there and I'm just not a huge fan of that. Fourth reason that I wanted to quit on the very first year was everyone was judging me a lot because I was very different from other people. The reason why that probably happened is a lot of the new employees that joined the company, they never really experienced people who were foreigners in their previous environment. So I think me giving some opinion or me sharing some idea, they were just not used to what I was talking about. So they will kind of give me criticism or tell me what's right and what's wrong, which I really didn't appreciate it because why would they give me opinion of something that they never experienced? So I kind of gave up in trying to talk my ways during classroom training and what I usually did was I will turn the attention around other people who were not very talkative in class so they give pretty good opinions actually like I prefer listening to their side of view compared to people in the class who are very talkative because it's always the same people talking in class or giving presentations I just got sick and tired of that So that's where like, instead of me saying something, I will ask the people, other people who are not giving a lot of opinion. Hey, what do you think about this? So how should we approach this? And I learned a lot from them. And I feel like for me, like they're the ones that I still keep in contact with even today after I quit the company. After I get back from work slash training, because it's still a nine to five, very exhausting. I will just like, completely shut myself out from training stuff and even just dealing with people too. Like I would not want to see anybody after work except for like one or two people that I really like but unfortunately I was living in the company dorms, so I still have to see many people in the showers or in the kitchen but most of the time I'll just shut it off and I just watch Netflix or just do something that's nothing to do with work and everything was like English because I never used so much Japanese in my life till I actually joined the company so I remember like the first month my head was like splitting because I used so much Japanese the last thing why I wanted to quit the company on the very first year was The company that I work for, they just never really made me feel important. And I talked about this earlier too, where I just felt not important. But this was within my own team after I got placed into my department. I mentioned this many times in my previous podcast. It is considered, big Japanese companies are considered as hierarchy. So if you're at the bottom of the pyramid, which is new graduate, Employees, you're just not important. They don't really care about you at all. And you could see that. And this happened to me when I first got placed into my department. Usually, when you are joining the company, they throw you like a welcome party, right? And I got placed into my department in September. And at that time, my team was busy because they had some issues where they have to fix something, and that was taking a lot of the time. So, that was an excuse for them. Because of that, they didn't throw me a welcome party at all. I remember my manager at the time will say like hey we can't throw you a party, but you should go to this party and they give you, they will throw you a welcome party for them. And this happened like two times. it was like this party, this welcome party and then they were trying to throw me another one. I'm like, oh no I can't throw you this party but how about this party? Like for another department. And I told them like, hey, I don't know these people. I don't want to go to a party where I don't know people. So I really felt sad because I felt nobody wanted me. And the, finally, they threw me a party at the end of the year. So it was September when I joined and they threw me a party in December. They combine it with the end of the year bonenka, As I mentioned previously, in my podcast is they just combine it. So in <laughs> the only good thing that came out was... Three, four parties, they just consider as my welcome party, and I didn't pay anything. But I felt like my team just didn't care or they wouldn't really try to get to know me. So that's a huge warning sign, right? Anyways, those are the five reasons why I actually wanted to quit. One is very first day of when I joined the company and all the way to like the first year. So, what I learned and the tips that I can give to you guys the one thing I should have done before I joined the company is I should have like gone with my gut if I felt that this was just not right I should have just stopped pursuing and look for more jobs so I felt I think because I was excited that I got into a big Japanese company that's famous and I already got a job I just stopped looking completely But I did have my doubts. So I should have just always gone with the gut feeling. talked to someone about it. And see what's the best option that I could have done. And also, um, this is a good thing for foreigners. As you heard from my experiences, there's some stuff that I unfortunately lean into like what the Japanese people said or what the Japanese people wanted. But there are some stuff that... I said that, hey, this is me. I'm not going to change who I am or I'm not going to do this just because other people are telling me to do. And it's super difficult to do this in your first year at Japanese company because you're, they just don't really listen to your opinion. But I think I mentioned this in my other episodes as well that it's always good to have a firm ground so other people will know that this is how she is. She's not going to change because other people are telling me to. So that's something that you should keep in mind. Never like get lost in a culture just because other people are doing it. Anyway, so very special episode for me because it's been one year since I quit my job and I'm... I mean, I still learned so much from the previous company, but I am so much at a better place now. So I wanted to share this with you guys on my podcast. So if you have more questions, please leave a comment on my social media page listed in the show notes. And please subscribe as well. If you want me to discuss some topics on my podcast, please leave a comment as well on my social media. Anyways, thank you so much and I'll see you next week. Bye!